Hello and welcome to episode three of the Your Plate podcast. I'm Maya, one of your hosts, and I've got Arti with me. Hi, I'm Arti Bandevi Shah, registered nutritional therapist. Fantastic. So we've got a shorter podcast this week, uh, but I wanted to start by pointing out something which we will post um, on Instagram, which is Arti is sporting a fantastic bag with her today. And I've I've also just seen the contents of the bag when we had our lunch. Um, and it's like a fantastic what can you describe this bag? Because it, it had all sorts of hot foods in it. Uh, it had an ice pack in it, yep. a thermos, like everything going on. Like, okay, so this it, is how Arti travels. Okay, so it's my thermos bag yeah um in terms of the size it's probably about 30 centimeters high um it's about the size of what would you what would you say like yeah it's two quite shoe boxes. It's, it's a bit of a rucksack yeah it's so, kind of like a mini rucksack size and inside that i have an ice pack to keep things cool because generally i've got some something salady okay uh, which needs to be kept cool especially when, as it gets warmer um and actually i'll often carry a cold one and a hot one and the hot one will be for like a hot thermos of maybe what it's two separate bags yeah i'll have two separate bags so i'll have this bigger one where i'll Mm -hmm. have the cold things in and i might have like you know if i've got made a fresh juice i'll put that in there then i'll have another thermos bag Mm. for hot items if i'm having a hot item as well all right or if i'm or if i've got the kids i might have some pasta in a thermos for them so i usually have two thermos two thermos bags one hot and one cold wow okay and so is there a nutritional benefit to keeping the salads cold and things like that um not really it just tastes nicer when it's fresh right if you've got kind of a a warmed rocket salad with slightly room temperature tomatoes cucumber okay me i like for me i need from a taste perspective yeah from a taste perspective i like it to be kind of cool and chilled and quite fresh so and how long did you spend getting that bag ready this morning putting all your foods in it 10 15 minutes and the prep is more just kind of so the salad like there's a couscous salad in there so yeah. that's ready the pasta salad was actually i was making pasta for the kids for their lunch box so i made them their hot pasta for lunch and then i just kept i made myself just a, like a pasta salad with wholemeal pasta some pesto cubes that i've frozen chopped a few cherry tomatoes put some olives in so that was my kind of pasta salad mm. done then i put some nuts in a little container i put some seeds pump, yeah. uh, sunflower pumpkin seeds to add to, seeds, yeah. yeah with the soy sauce again you can see that on my instagram that's just toasted seeds with tamari soy sauce this is all kind of new for me so having just left this sort of world of employment i'm used to just going around buying my coffees buying my snacks like maybe have a water bottle i'll be like lucky if i got a banana and i'm trying to make the shift now yeah. so like i did pack my own lunch today yeah but it's, it's a shift and it's like another level of planning mm. that's required it's true. And so I i'm suppose, gonna yeah. i'm gonna work on it and let you know how it goes but seeing a nice because it's a snazzy looking bag like it looks smart yeah. we'll it take, doesn't look we'll put a photo up shall we so yeah. that our listeners yeah. can see what What's we're talking about um it's part of the thermos range they've okay. got a great range i've got different bags different sizes um ice packs small medium large so yeah i do fantastic have a, that's that's yeah. great okay so that was our just a um something that i've noticed uh today but um what one of the things we wanted to talk about today was a bit more around food prep and thinking of it both for ourselves which i guess we've talked a little bit about already in terms of preparing for your you know day uh, in terms of what you take but also we just wanted to think about how we involve our kids uh, in food prep and also then how that kind of influences what they eat and how they eat and that kind of thing um so from my perspective having taken a lot of interest in the montessori approach um there's a lot in there which links to posit- completely links to positive psychology around flow and creating um flow for kids which 
helps them build their concentration, helps them build their self-regulation, has been proven to improve executive function. Um, and when, when you know when your kid is in a state of flow because like there's this typical sort of picture of the little toddler doing the work with their tongue kind of hanging out there in kind of deep concentration. Um, and so I definitely spend time at home encouraging that kind of state. I try not to interrupt them and talk to them when I can see they're busily absorbed in things. And over time, I, I do find that they're getting increasingly independent. So my daughter, before bed, she has her time by herself, which she requests, where she is, she calls it her nighttime activity. And she basically, sometimes she'll listen to an audiobook, but she just, she'll do, do something creative. And, she, and like, my husband's come in to kind of say hello. And she's like, oh, this is my alone time. Artie's looking at me incredulously. But we, I mean, I know that this in the future will be a great coping strategy for her because it's her way of unwinding. And she says she likes to be alone and she's a very sociable child oh, normally, but that's like her way of unwinding before she goes to sleep. And this is, a, she's, she's five years old. Um, but one of the things I also learned about in Montessori, which was that one of the best environments to help create flow is the kitchen. It's got so much stimuli. It's got, you know, measurement, it's got pouring, it's got colors, it's got different textures, it's got smells, it engages all senses. And that's one of the things that can really help to encourage flow. So they gave lots of different examples of different kind of stages. So mushrooms would be like one of the easiest things for a child to cut and they can kind of get absorbed in that. So it was something that I really took away after my training in the Montessori in the home was that actually using the kitchen um, to really help cultivate um, some of those flow experiences. Uh, the reality, I have to say often, you know, before dinner is that that is not the time to kind of be engaging them in a flow activity. So one of the things that I wanted to talk to Arthi about was when do we get our kids involved? When's a good time and what sorts of things are our kids actually doing to help prepare their own meals and our family meals? Um, so what what are you doing right now, Arati? I think the kitchen is such an incredible environment for children to learn. I mean, I think a lot of people get their children involved in baking. That's mm. the first thing that we think of, don't we? Like, let's make fairy cakes. Mm. I'm sure as children, we probably did that as well, didn't we? Mm. Make the fairy cakes and then put the lovely little colourful sprinkles. Um, sprinkles. Yeah. I think they're called hundreds and thousands. Um, and that's kind of your first experience, isn't it, of mm. cooking and, you know, eating the mixture in the bowl and, you know, being told not to because it can hurt your tummy. Um, so we try and do some baking yeah. whenever we get time. I suppose more in the holidays when you have a bit yeah. more free time. So the holidays are a great time to do that. Just putting a banana on a plate and letting your child, you know, with the, with the safe children's cutlery, just yeah. chop some banana um, they get used to like the texture of it holding, you know, just kind of the the gripping function of the knife, cutting the bananas. So um, I think the more you get your children involved in the kitchen, it just it, it brings to life the idea of food and preparation. I have um, to say, um, I having recently been on holiday and no, I realised that my daughter's knives and fork skills are not great because we've been fairly relaxed at home and basically we have like small forks and small spoons but we didn't have like proper, the right size of knives so I've just ordered a set from Amazon mm. um, of small knives as well so that she can actually cut properly. I felt terrible realising that her knife and fork skills were really not what a five-year-old should be because they apparently should be able to use them really well. Mm by now um so now we've got like proper size cutlery mm. which was another monetary thing always making sure that if you want them to be involved that they've got the right size that is appropriate for them mm -hmm. so that the challenge is not too great um 
Um, yeah, I think the other thing, I mean, with the younger kids, I, I quite like um, some, you know, even the machinery, the kids get quite excited yeah. by um, the smoothie blender. So we've got a Vitamix at home. So if I'm blending stuff, they like to press the buttons and hear the sounds. Mm. That's all quite exciting. Sometimes when the juicer comes out, they like to put the carrots and the apples and things down the chute and watch the juice come out and the pulp come out. So that always is quite yeah. exciting. You know, they hear the sounds of it and it all, you know, it looks really jazzy and exciting. So um, any opportunities like that, obviously, you know, when we're in the kitchen, often we're trying to rush to like get a meal on the table um, and they can, it feels like they can be, you know, kids are a bit of a hindrance in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, so, so, some, so one of the things I think yeah. is useful is actually planning other times, which yeah. are not at the meal time, but maybe, you know, ahead of time or, yeah. you know, when it's not that frantic period, because that's what I've struggled with. So if I'm getting them involved with chopping that needs to be part of that meal that's about to happen in 20 minutes, then that's not actually mm. going to be that helpful. So I need to find other times yeah. to do it. Oh, and, yeah, well, you know, sorry, oh, I just one. wanted to ask okay. you one thing sure. about um, the machinery, because I, I agree, my son loves making smoothies. Yeah. So he requests to make them. So what I've been doing, so after breakfast, he often wants to make a smoothie. So we'll put um, milk in, it might be like coconut milk, it might be um, almond milk, a handful of berry uh, blueberries, banana, and then I'll sneak in a few extra things like mm. avocado mm. or um, nut butter or those sprinkles, those flax sprinkles that you've recommended me. Um, how does that sound in terms of a smoothie for them? Oh my god! If you're if Nico is drinking, yeah, that, you're drinking I like mean, at least half of that. You're doing really well. That I mean, all those nutrients are incredible, aren't they? The blueberries. Yeah. Do you say banana? Yeah. Banana, nut butter, flax seeds. I mean, all of that is incredible. Yeah. So. And I just want to point out that he's not the best eater. So yeah, well, this that's... is he's not like some sort of dream child. But this thing with yeah. the whole putting the ingredients in and then he gets to press this button he just he's really he probably loves it because he's been part of um, yeah. making it so yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah. my god i think smoothies are a great way of sneaking in fruit and veg because you know let's let's be real it's yeah. not that easy to always get your kid eating whole is there, vegetables is there anything else i could add to that to make it sort of i mean arty level smoothie no that is i have to say that you've probably got everything you need in there you've got Something your green blue- I mean, you said avocado, which yeah. is, I know, more good fats. Yeah. I mean, you know, we don't know. I th- honestly, I think you've got so much goodness in there. Okay. You've got a really good base. You've got the blueberries for antioxidants. You've got the banana for energy, sweet, lovely sweetness. You've got the flax seeds in there. Yeah. Really good source of fiber. The avocado, good fats. I mean, you're pretty much, you're on a, you're on a winning streak with those. So, yeah, well done, Maya. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got really excited. And then I was like, are we making our daily smoothie? And yeah. I was getting, then obviously, then he lost interest. So now um, it has to be when he requests it, then yeah. we do it. Okay. But no, anyway. Yeah. And I was saying the other one, actually, um, I do pack lunches um, for the kids and they both quite like spreading the butter on the bread. Yeah. And it sounds really simple, but actually it takes a bit of like figuring out, you know, combination, yeah. like spreading it evenly. Yeah. Um, so that's another, of course, again, the morning's a bit of a rush. If you happen to have a bit of extra time when you're making the lunches, again, get them involved. Oh, can I mention another thing that I think is amazing is the pod, which is the um, thing that the children can stand in. And yes, Maya, it, yeah. I saw it in your house. Yeah, yeah. And people have come to my house and said, what is that? And yeah. it's basically, instead of using a chair or a stool... Which is not safe. Yeah, instead of using a chair or a stool, it's almost like a little table with sides on it so that the child can stand really safely. And it is... It's such yeah. a brilliant thing in the kitchen. We, we've had it for basic for about three years, and we find she's my daughter's finally broken it. Oh, okay. And then it's, so it's, for a while, it's getting used for laundry, but like <laughs> the rest of the time, it has really served us pod, well yeah. through both pod, kids. Yeah, it? and you can change the height levels. 
Yeah, Love and it, it. what it means is that because you know, if you want your kids involved in cooking, then at some point they will be relatively near a stove. And in the Montessori, we actually discussed kind of safety around heated appliances, and they've got sort of video footage of younger children actually, you know, being involved in the cooking. You know, because what often we kind of get far too scared, and I'm not advocating that you get suddenly get your just massive disclaimer here, but if they have sort of been vaguely near and understood some of the risks, then when their right age does come, then they are able to safely use some of this equipment. Mm. So anyway, the pod is brilliant for if they are going to be on the nearer end of a stove, mm. you know, because it keeps them completely protected. Yeah. That's how we get our kids involved. And I, I always have to remind myself to keep doing it and sort of be a bit proactive about getting them involved in the food and the preparation. And perhaps it's not going to, again, it's not something that's going to happen at last minute, always needs a bit of planning. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to add before we move on to... Um, uh, our listener query and love of the week no i think um yeah we'll move on to the listener query to wrap up this week we're actually just going to kind of continue this theme a little bit around the kids and just share each of us share our current strategy that we're using for any difficult kid feeding moments mm. um and you know this is a this is a real podcast we we want to share you know our honest struggles with these things but also what we're doing that that is currently helping us to to nourish our children mm. so I'm finding um, with my son in particular two and a half going through that stage where he's becoming quite determined having his tantrums wants to do what he wants to do which also includes not wanting to eat dinner mm. um, most of the time um, so and not because he's not hungry he's just trying to be you know trying to make it so what we're trying to encourage is that there's going to be a reward if he gets to, uh, to if he eats his dinner and that reward is that he gets to watch some cartoons after dinner, which is quite a nice time after dinner, having a bit of downtime before we um, start the bath time, bedtime routines. And that's been working pretty well, actually, mm. um, because I know some people talk about kind of giving a bit of, you know, something sweet or sugary, like, you know, whatever, uh, a sweet or something. But that's obviously not going to instill great habits. So mm. kind of a bit of, you know, some cartoons as a treat is quite a nice one. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to lie, it doesn't always work. And there's still some battles. Yeah. But um, it's been a relatively effective strategy, promising cartoons for dinner. How about you, Mike? Yeah, actually, ours is not that different. So we've just had a holiday and in the evenings they had a buffet, which is absolutely brilliant actually for kids because I've been on other holidays where you kind of get nervous about what you're going to order because you're worried that they won't eat it whereas buffet is just amazing because my little son ended up having some really new experiences and was having some really good fish and I was just really happy that he wasn't just they were they were having a lot of chips of course we were on holiday but they were having quite a varied diet in the evenings because I could basically try out quite a few mm -hmm. things on him but I have to say that the um, because there there was the lure of um, being able to have a nice dessert um, um, and so I was either saying, look, once you've had your salads and your, you know, your mains, then you, you can go and get some dessert. Or they were being promised they had they had a mini disco afterwards so they could like finish in time for that. Or worst case, then they, they did have a promise of being able to watch a little bit of um, Peppa Pig on YouTube. <laughs> so so we're both using we both found a way of using our screens, yeah. <laughs> which I'd really try and minimize because um, especially on things like the flights. But I've decided that, you know, to kind of get them over maybe a fussy mm. sort of eating phase, I would rather do that. God bless the screen. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so that's all for us this week. That's all we have time for. Um, and we look forward to hearing your queries for next week. 